Show. I am your host, C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. The Mediator, and Shiro right here at our Ground Zero. We have a lot of ground to cover today, so once the opening music is completed, we're going to jump right into our stress relief and release exercises and then into our program. So I will see you on the other side of the microphone. The way that God loves me. God loves me. The way that God loves me. But I bathed in the mind. Submerged myself in the decay of the world. Making bad decisions over and over again. Drenching my pillow with tears again. Thinking the void could be filled by a man. A man who blackened my eyes, demolished my pride, as he daily belittled my self-esteem. With each raise of his hands, I had to muffle a scream. But I don't have to stay here, trapped in my pain here. My Redeemer conquered death, hell, and the grave. Yahweh lives. So my soul can be saved. Mm, the way that God loves me, yeah. The way that God loves me. Mm, the way that God loves me. Mm. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else Who can't seem to comprehend And just pretend, just pretend to love me The way that God loves me I can rise, rise from the dark clouds That will weigh me down Shake off the chains that were keeping me bound I can use my broken pieces to encourage someone else Speak life to a situation. Release my brother, my sister from a state of depression. Cause you don't have to stay here. Trapped in your pain here. Jehovah lives. You too can be saved. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else. Who can see? Comprehend and just pretend, just pretend to love me the way that God loves me. The way that God loves me. Hello again, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to each and every one of you, wherever you are listening in this world. 
again, thank you so much for joining me here for Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio's Sunday Morning Inspiration Show with me, C. Maria Wall. As I said before, we have a lot of ground to cover today, so we're going to jump right into our breathing exercises. For those of you who may be new, uh, I will tell you how our show flows in a moment right after I say my salutations and greetings to each and every one of you, those of you who are joining me over in our show's chat room, and of course, those of you who I see some of you are sending me messages that you're having some trouble uh, logging in. What I will try to do is reopen a new chat room for you so that you can get in and get this show started. But welcome to all of you who are trying to get into our show's chat room and to those of you who are listening on our various players throughout the Internet. Thank you so much for being here this morning. I am so glad that you have made the choice to spend another Sunday morning here with me. And I hope that you get something that you need out of this program. So for those of you who may be new to the program, let me tell you a little bit about how our show flows. As you can see, I start with our salutations, greetings, and announcements, and then we will jump right into our breathing exercise. We're going to do it a little bit different today because I want us to get our breathing exercises going. Then I will do our announcements and other updates and things of that nature. So for our breathing exercises, you need to be in the lying or seated position. Eyes closed for this. I don't want anyone standing. We're going to start our stress relief and release exercises. So seated position or lying. Eyes closed. Let's start breathing. Let's inhale. Exhale slowly. Inhale. And exhale slowly. One more time with me. Inhale. Let everything go that you have been carrying around. Let it all go. It is serving you no purpose. That is what today's program is all about, dying in debt. When you are, you have put so many things on your plate and obligations and all of this that you don't have a chance to enjoy life and living. So today we're going to really get into this. This show has absolutely nothing to do about finances. We may delve into a little bit of financial things, but that's not what I'm talking about today. There are enough shows out there who will give you all of that type of information. You know, this week is all about dying in debt, as I said before. Dying in debt has nothing to do with money. I cannot stress that enough. What do we owe to our children, our families, our communities, and ourselves? What obligations do we have to stand up, show up, step up, and speak up? Some people will borrow and take as long as they can without having any intentions of returning favors or what was acquired. They don't care about that. They're going to keep take, 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 taking, not realizing that that's a debt 
owed that they don't plan on paying back. So, yes, there are some shady lenders out there and things like that. But, again, that's a show for another day. So I want you all to understand we're not going to be talking about finances today as much as we are other types of debt. Uh, So today we're going to delve into what it would take to die debt-free in a different way. Okay? So there's plenty of shows about debt and, and finances and all of that. You know, again, that's not what we're talking about today. So one part of what we will be delving in today is Proverbs 3, 27, 28. So this week's inspiration, again, is Proverbs 3, 27 to 28. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Do not say to your neighbor, go and come again. Tomorrow I will give it when you have it with you. That's a powerful, powerful um, passage right there. Most definitely a powerful, powerful passage. I want you all to continue your breathing exercises as long as you can throughout this program. I know some of you are preparing to go start your day and some of you are going to your houses of worship and things like that. But as long as you can, just be still for a while. And back to those of you who may be new, if there are moments of silence within our program, I'm going to be prayerful that it is not because we have had some type of a um, technical problem. It will be because uh, that's the time that I give you to reflect upon and digest what had been discussed up to that moment and decide where you can apply it in your lives and the lives of others. So again, I ask every single week that if this show was beneficial to you and you think it could help someone else, please share, share, share away. So with that said, I'm going to start off telling you all about a few things. Some of you who follow me on social media, you know that um, just Friday I was in uh, an accident with my brand new car. Um, um, Some of you may say it's not that new, but it just turned six months old today. And um, I was on my way to work, and um, I had a run-in with one of the creatures of the forest, And um, I'm okay, or at least I think I am, but my car did not fare so well. So um, we're in the process of getting that um, fixed. It'll go into the adjusters on Tuesday, and uh, we'll get that moving along to get my baby taken care of. Now, special shout-out to the countries who were our biggest supporters and listenership last week, uh, the United States of America. Thank you all so much for being in my corner. Uh, The United Kingdom, Canada, the Philippines, and Australia, with a special honorable mention to South Africa again and Brazil. Thank you so much for all of your continued support. It is appreciated greatly, so much more than my mere words could ever, ever, ever express. And one thing that I wanted to uh, 
talk about to, um, I guess it will really segue into this week's program, is uh, a recap of last week's show. Last week, as many of you know, we were talking about Twisted Truths, and we had some participants who were doing well throughout the program, very well, as a matter of fact, throughout the program, and then suddenly, near the end of the program, uh, they went off on a tangent, and one particular guest went off on a tangent, and started to... Uh, spew, spew a lot of unsubstantiated statements. We can't really call them facts. We're going to call them statements because they were not true at all. But there are people out here who want to be heard and they try to um, sway the minds of others. And how befitting that last week's show was about Twisted Truths. And I want you all to hear what I'm saying in this respect. Here on all of the programs at Healing Through Hurt, I Talk Radio and the Wall Foundation, Inc., and my personal views and things, I try not to get too deeply into that because that's what, not what these programs are about. But when you have a, a participant who chooses to start attacking anyone for race of people uh, with unsubstantiated statements and comments, that becomes a problem. It becomes problematic for what we stand for here at Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio and the Wall Foundation Incorporated. Fortunately, the show was ending, and um, this conversation had gotten rather um, heightened in our show chat room. And I did not, by design, read the additional comments because one thing that I've known, I've noticed about this current climate that we're in of um, hatred and bigotry and racism and um, misogynistic uh, actions and things of that nature is the fact that when people stand up for themselves or when people do a, a silent protest or a peaceful protest, the same people, the privileged, or whatever name you want to give to them, will turn things around and make it that the victims are now the people who are victimizing the privileged because what turned into a peaceful protest against injustice was then turned into a um, protest against a song or protest against a piece of cloth, or whatever you want to call it. People are quick to change things around to suit their personal agendas. The protests and things going on out here now are not about a song or a piece of cloth or whatever you want to call it, the flags or flags or whatever it is. It's not about any of that. It's about the injustice that's going on in this world. But when you have people who know that their words could sway those who are very impressionable with small minds and big mouths, that will not be tolerated on this program at any time, ever. And you will not have the fact that you can say that, see, Maria, attack them. No, see, Maria knows how to play this game. It's shameful that so many others do not know how to play this game properly. But this game 
does not come from violence begetting violence. It will never get anywhere. We will never get anywhere or move forward by using violence against violence. With that said, let's talk about some other issues that have been in the news. The college students where the um, young lady, blonde-haired young lady, had a, uh, a uh, brown-skinned roommate. She proceeded to uh, defecate on her toothbrush, put it back in there. She used uh, used uh, feminine hygiene products and rubbed the residue and liquids on the young lady's um, backpacks and materials and things of that nature. Um, Initially, all she got was a smack on the wrist, two misdemeanor charges, which shows us where we are in this country and what's going on. And um, she ended up uh, being uh, arrested, and she's being charged with, uh, I believe, uh, more substantial charges now. And moving right along to something else, the situation in Baltimore City in Maryland with these groups of teens who are robbing and attacking innocent people in downtown Baltimore. Let me tell you something. This is the segue into our program today. Teens are going to incite vigilante justice because it's amazing that news crews and other people can stand up and they can film all of these students doing this, these children doing this. Parents, you know that these are your children. But what's going to happen is that you're going, they're going to incite something called vigilante justice, where the privileged who they uh, seem to target and attack, in addition to people who look like they do, but the privileged are going, you can have 12 or 14 students out there, and about 40 or 50 other people are going to come along, and they are going to tear these children apart. And then they're going to claim that they feared for their lives. You know, that is the the main thing that so many police use. And I'm not knocking, there are some great officers out here, but there are some not so great officers out here who let the color of their skin cloud their good judgment. And they are killing other people at an alarming rate. And when I say this at an alarming rate, notice I said other people, other people. I want you to understand this. That if you look throughout our country at some of the things going on, the privileged not only will attack those who do not look like them, they will attack those who they feel are better than they are. The same people who were the deciding factor in the elections of um, last year are the same people who they know are better than they are. When people know or think or they believe that they are better than others, they do not care. One thing that I always say is that people who are like me or women or whatever, we could disappear tomorrow. Guess what? Those who are left will turn on each other again and again and again until there's no one left. This is where I want to start our show for today. Dying debt-free. Parents, you see the same news reports that we see. You know that these are your children out there. Now, if you're a parent and you're just as ignorant as your children are, 
the minute that your child ends up in jail or dead or harmed while they're out there trying to cause harm to others, don't let me see you come out of the woodworks and say, my child's life matters. My child's life matters. If your child's life mattered, you owe a debt to that child that you laid down and you created and you you brought into this world. You owe that child a debt to Teach that child the right way to bring that child up the right way. And when you know that your child is not doing right, you owe that child a debt to make sure that that child is taught properly. Now, if you're one of those parents who are still living in your teenage years, when you are more than half of a 100, that in itself is another problem. But you owe a debt. To society, you owe a debt to your child, owe that debt to yourself to make sure that your child is going to grow up and be the best person that they can be. These are the types of debts that I'm talking about. Don't let your child get killed or attacked by the vigilantes on the streets. When they keep going out there with their stupid friends, there's always one leader in the pack. And the rest of the children usually just jump in because he or she or they or whomever thinks that if they join the pack that that will take the heat off of them and that these people won't be attacking them. I grew up with someone like that. A good friend, and she would sit back and laugh and laugh and laugh when children would be picking on me because that stopped them from picking on her. I'm getting to that point in my life where I'm looking at everything and I'm noticing that there's so many things that I should have spoken up about so many years ago. There's a reason why I had to walk away from my family. There's a reason why I had to leave people alone because they were not bringing anything to me but misery and strife. We owe a debt. We have that debt that we must pay. Don't leave all of this weighing on your soul. The infamous should have, would have, could have. What you should have done. I owed that obligation to my child to teach him how to be raised right, to do the best that I could. Even though he thinks that his dear old dad was the best thing since sliced bread and air, when I go and I look up some of the records and I can see all of the bounce checks and things because he refused to pay child support and things like that, I owed my son every possible option I could give to give him a decent life. What he grew up to be, that's on him. And all of the external influences that he had in his life, if buying him things when he didn't deserve them and all of that made him the person that he was. You know, my son was in town just a week or two ago, right here. He saw all of his best friends, but he didn't even stop by to say hello. When I was sick a few years ago, he'd call me one time. These are the things that I'm going to start talking about. And he can attempt to say that I'm a terrible this and that and the other. Let me tell you all something. I have told him if I did something to offend him as a parent who was out there by herself, who had a narcissistic, sociopathic mother, who was working against me the whole time, who told me at a very young age in his life that he belonged to her. 
there comes a time when we, oh, we need to stop taking on these burdens, these debts, these obligations that we don't need to carry anymore. I know, and I will say this to anyone, when God sent me back here and gave me a second chance, guess what? My first lifetime wasn't that bad, and this second one is even better. I will die with clean hands because I have done the best I could by people. And yes, and I'm not telling anyone out there that I am perfect because I'm not. I still curse. I will tear people a new behind and tell them to have a blessed day Day in 2.2 milliseconds. I told you all, I don't belong in the pulpit. Maybe I do because some of the most shysty people I know are up there in their pulpits every day, passing the plate three, four times so that they can pay for their fancy cars and their expensive homes, and they work on their scripts. One thing about this show is that it's not scripted. You owe yourself. Each and every day that you wake up, you owe yourself dignity and respect. You owe yourself that option to choose to live the best life possible. You owe yourself to show up, step up, get involved, and speak up in your families, in your communities. Stop listening to what people are telling you. You owe yourself a debt to find out the truth for yourself. You owe yourself a debt to stand up and fight for what is yours within the confines of what we call the law. Some people out here, the law will allow them to get away with everything that they do. Do not allow these people, give these people anything to say about you cannot fix anything with the type of physical violence that I am seeing. I need you all to hear what I'm saying. You cannot fix anything with the types of physical violence that I am saying. Good. It's afternoon there where you are. It certainly is. Well, good morning from here in uh, Maryland. Uh, Simon Swain, good morning and hugs to you too, my dear. How is the weather there? Um it's a little bit overcast and rainy here, uh, but other than that, we are doing uh, pretty well. Uh, I know that you're just coming on, so if you missed the first part of the show, for those of you who are just uh, chiming in, I want you all to know that I'm doing well. Uh, my car did not fare too well uh, in the accident, but that's another thing. We always put burdens on ourselves. We always try to make things worse than they are. We will put so much stress on ourselves. That's debt. We are putting things on ourselves that we're not even owed. We don't have to take on that burden. We don't have to take on that obligation. We don't have to do it. So, yes, I was on my way to, to work on um, Friday, and uh, my car and I had a run-in with one of the critters of the, of the forest, and uh, it did some damage. Um, quite a bit for it to be a new car. It just turned six months old today. But, you know, I wrote about it on social media, and I said that, you know, I'm so glad that God has given me that peace that surpasses all understanding. Because no sooner had I come home and from my, my insurance um, um, person's office, and uh, uh, I noticed that my neighbor's car, she had um, 
tape on the window of my neighbor's daughter's car, and she had tape on the window, and looks like she has a different tire on the car or something. I didn't know if she had been in an accident or not. Last night, over the night, um, obviously, her poor daughter had gone out and taken her mother's car, and um, about 2.30 in the morning or so, I see the police, and I hear all this noise outside, and then I see... um, the tow truck come and they brought the car and they put it in one of my spaces and I thought that it was another neighbor's um gentleman caller's car and I was a little bit upset that they had brought it up to my space, my empty space and put it there. Then my neighbor was writing to me as I was down trying to understand what was going on. I was downstairs looking by then because I had heard the commotion on my surveillance cameras. And um, when they brought the vehicle up in front of my home, I wanted to know what was going on. Well, my neighbor was writing to me, and it turns out that her daughter, um, from what I understand, had been involved in a hit and run over the night. And she, in turn, there was some great damage to her mom's car. So I say this to say this to you all. I say this because. You know, a couple of years ago, I would have been totally torn up. I would have had the worst headache, and my blood pressure would have been up, and I would have been crying all over the place thinking, oh, my new car, blah, 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 blah. And then as I look, I'm looking right now at the surveillance cameras, and I'm looking to my left, and I see my neighbor's car, and I know that that's torn up, and I see her daughter's car, and that's torn up. And I'm thinking, this is two cars in one family. All of this happened. In the same weekend, between Friday or Thursday and now, all of this happened between, say, Thursday and now. My damage is minimal compared to theirs. So why do we keep putting those burdens on ourselves? Why do we keep putting those, all of those burdens and obligations and things on us? You have no obligation but to try to be as happy as you can be. Take things as they come. You owe it to yourself to work through things, to work through your lives, to Deal with things that you can change, but things that are out of your hand, don't you put that extra burden and debt on you. Do not put that extra stress on your spirit and soul. I know what stress can do to our bodies. I know whether you're male or female, when you're under a lot of stress, it can wreak havoc on your body. It can change your entire human makeup and psyche. Some people get short-tempered. Some people, you fall apart. You want to cry all the time. As I said, had this happened to me a few years ago, for the first time I was back financially and and, and um, credit ratings and things like that where I could go out and get a car, not have to put any money down, have zero inches rate, the whole nine yards. Everything that I put on this car goes towards the principal because there's no interest. And not even six months later, the car is in an accident. I would have been totally distraught after not being able to do anything, after the divorce from my abuser, after losing everything but my faith, forgiveness, and four cents. I was putting extra burdens on myself that did not need to be there. 
And just when I got back on my feet and I'm standing up, I get knocked down or knocked back a few notches. And I'm thinking, okay, where am I going to get this? And then on top of that, my insurance had just gone up. And I was going up there to talk to my insurance person anyway to see why every time it renews, it goes up. So, the, the, you know, the thing that I got, the answer that I got was that there are so many people who were getting discounts who shouldn't have had them, and now I have to pay for that. We have such a screwed up system here in the United States where insurance and other issues are concerned. It's amazing. But what I won't do nowadays is worry about that because that's a battle for another day. I have other things that I have to clear off of my plate. I have other debts that I need to get rid of. And when I say debts, it's not talking about finances. Like I said, that's a show for another day. If you owe something to someone, if you that type that's borrowed and borrowed and borrowed and borrowed, it's time for you to settle that. It's time for you to satisfy that debt. When you have children, you owe them. You owe them. Until they become adults out on their own, you owe those children. Like I said in my example, those children in Baltimore are asking for trouble, and they are going to get it. To be vigilante justice, and the first thing that these parents will do is cry foul when their children are killed and or hurt. You owe it to yourself to let go of everything that you have no control over. You owe it to yourself. When I say dying debt-free, when I say, you know, dying without that debt, that means dying without the burdens that you have been carrying around over and over again, pulling those things around. We have enough financially that we have to deal out and satisfy in debt. We don't need to add anything more to that plate. We don't need to add any more. You have so much that you have to deal with. You have so many things that you have to step up to the plate for. It's time for you to start clearing out some of those things that are just sitting there. Some things you can clear those up and get them off of your plate and out of the way. If you're looking for a job, the only thing you can do is keep applying. The only thing you can do is go to some of the small business centers and some of the state-funded business centers here and talk to counselors to revamp your resumes to see what you can do. And some of you, you may have to reinvent yourself. Because every day you come home and you're allowing that worry and that weight of not having that job to be on your spirit and your soul, let me tell you this, that's a weight and a debt you don't need to carry. Because if it's out of your control right now, all you can do is keep moving, keep reinventing yourself and understand that in order for you to lift that weight from your spirit and your soul, you may need to look at other options. Don't tell me that you only want to be in security. Don't tell me that you only want to be in administration. If someone is willing to hire you 
in contracts. If they think that your resume says that you have the aptitude to do that, don't turn your back on things that could help you get that weight off of you. Sometimes we have to reinvent ourselves. I'm working nowhere in the fields that I should be in. I'm not getting compensated like I should for what I do and everything that I do. But guess what? To walk away would put more great. It would put more greater. Oh my! It would put greater stress on me. It would but put greater weight on me to walk away and then wonder where I'm going to get any funds to pay for my other obligations. Parents. Like I said, and I cannot stress this, this enough, and the young lady at the college who did all of those things to her roommate simply because she thought that she was better than her and she didn't like, as she called it, uh, what did she call her, Caribbean Barbie or something that she called her. Because she didn't like the color of her skin and didn't want to, to be her roommate. She went above and beyond. And people think the things are funny until they get caught. And yes, they gave her a smack on the wrist initially, but what she did may very well be considered a hate crime. But again, here in the U.S., we have, we're living in a different time now. Sometimes I wonder where our democracy has gone. But these are things that we need to let go. It's too much going on now for us to continually add to our plates. You're bringing on so many debts and burdens, and some of us, we want to try to still keep up with the Joneses, knowing that we may not have a job tomorrow, but as long as we look better than the other person, we will put ourselves in that type of, yes, now that's financial debt, just to look better, to look good. But we owe ourselves so much. If you see someone struggling, an older uh, person in the neighborhood, and you can help that person, don't turn the other cheek. Now I, the leaves are falling everywhere. And I'll need to get out there. I went out last year, and I went out and, and, and bought the equipment. I have a blower and a vacuum because I'll have to be the one. And I cut down my tree just because I didn't want that burden anymore. But if I don't do it, then the county will come out and start penalizing me for leaves from trees of everybody around me but me. But I'm getting older now, and I need to know, well, what am I going to do? I can't, I, I, I could move, but for the price of my mortgage, where am I going to go? There are apartments here that are three times more than my current mortgage. So I know that I'm not going to put any more debt on my plate, any more burdens on me. I'm still in recovery mode. I'm still in my healing mode. I take everything one second at a time, not even one day or minute at a time. I'm doing one second at a time because the realization is that I live in this world by myself. The people who know me best don't live anywhere near me. When I get sick, I know that I'll have to find someone to get me to the hospital or call an ambulance. 
And I'll probably be there alone because I don't want anyone coming around me with their fakeness, with their phoniness, because that's just, they did that the last time that I was in the hospital. And I was down and out, and they had come in based on the lies of another and attacked me on my sick bed. That's one of the reasons why I had to leave my family alone. Then another family did it again this year at the beginning, and another family just decided they didn't want to get involved and didn't care. So I left everyone alone because I have spent my entire life with this black cloud of doubt. And if you all have ever missed a show uh, or my story and my journeys, I told you all that I had heard all the life that all my life that my grandfather was probably not my mother's father. Recently, when I started to do our DNA and heritage and try to make family trees, my mother shared that the person's name who's on her birth certificate for her mother is not the person who I know to be my grandmother, but she refused to tell me the name that's on the birth certificate. So the good part out of all of this, instead of me putting more stress on me and thinking, oh, my Lord, I don't know who where we belong, guess what? I may not be a member of this family of people anyway. And being as though I have disconnected from all of them for a host of reasons, I'm okay with that. So whenever dear old mom decides to stop playing the pity party and getting everyone to feel, oh, woe is her, and start talking about who these people are, there may be a family out there. I don't know. And they may still be living, but I may never get a chance to meet them because my mother in her selfish, misogynistic, (laughs) narcissistic way wants to keep everything to herself because she likes people to feel sorry for her. So you see, I'm getting older now, and I'm starting to speak more and more about my truth and what I've had to endure. Because when you come into this world, as I did as a child of sin, I'm a child of an adulterous affair. The bottom line is that you live a cursed life anyway. So I had to find my faith and my belief because once I took all of these burdens, all of these debts and all of these things, and I found my faith again and I left it at the the feet of my Lord, guess what? I'm in a better place now. I'm not putting up with people mistreating me. I'm not putting up with injustice. I'm not putting up with any of that, but there's a way to do everything. And it doesn't get solved with violence. It doesn't get solved with housing all of this within me, making my blood pressure raise, and it's destroying other organs and things like that. That's not how it's done. Parents, get a hold of your children because your children are going to die. And one thing that the the um, participant from last week's show was saying was about the BLM movement, or the Black Lives Matter, whatever you want to call that. Bottom line is that BLM should be here in these neighborhoods telling these parents to get a hold on their children because by the time the vigilante justice comes and tears apart these children like those running amok in Baltimore City, it's going to be too late. We have that debt and that obligation. Call it what you want. It's just the title that I gave this show, but we have certain obligations and things that we must satisfy. We should be good parents to our children. If that means that we have to grow up and stop acting like fools, and so many parents, you can't tell some of them that they aren't the best things to slice bread and air when they are really some of the worst people on the planet because they are still living like their children. 
If you're over the age of 30, you need to put your childish ways away. It is time for you to grow up. If you have offspring, it is time for you to put your childish ways away and move forward with what you need to do to make sure that you're raising good people on this earth. Some of us have enough opposition as it is without us feeding fuel to that fire called hatred. I have done plenty of shows where I said, you let your child come out the house to a job interview with me with the pants sagging to the ground. And he talking about, you see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? First of all, you never make it to my desk for an interview. Okay, all of that, I'm just expressing myself. You can express it at the other spot. You will not express it where I am because guess what? That's not what I'm looking for in my employees. You come here with your pants to your ankles and ladies, you're dressing like you belong on a street corner opposed to in an office space. Guess what? We have programs to help you, to teach you about dressing for success. We have programs to tell you about vocational classes, to teach you how to do things in case college is just not for you. You can be very successful with hard work and dedication to your dreams. I owe it to my community, to society to share the knowledge that someone was nice enough to share with me. I owe it to pass along that blessing. That's my debt. That's my debt to society. I owe this to help people to become successful. I am not that type that wants to hold you back because I'm afraid you're going to get one toenail length away from me or in front of me or above me or however you want to say it. We owe that. Our debt to society is to be the best people that we can be to help one another, respect one another, and tolerate one another. Some people say love one another. I'm not I'm sorry. I can be tolerant of people and things of that nature, but there are some people out here. I'm not gonna tell you that I love people. Some people I don't love, I like some people. I tolerate some people, but love is such a strong word in my world. I don't use that and spread it around lightly. You know, every week, every week, for the last couple of weeks, Simon comes in and joins me for my program. That means more to me than a fake I love you from a family member or friend any day. Because guess what? Simon doesn't have to do this. Simon is over in the UK. Simon can go out with the day and do whatever. Simon, you know, one thing that I've never asked, because I can't really tell by your screen name, is are you male or female? I don't think we ever had that discussion. So when you get a chance, let me know if you are male or female. If if we had this discussion before, I'm not sure, because I know what I always call you, Simon or Simon Swain, but um, I would love to know um, that little aspect of things. But um, every week, Simon is here for the last couple of weeks when Simon showed up, maybe, what, three, four weeks ago or so. And the bottom line is, 
just to see, you know, good afternoon, Maria, hugs. The weather's pretty good here. Things like that. And I sincerely want to know. And even though Simon and I have never met face-to-face, each week we come together for a little while just to listen to or talk about Ah, okay. And Simon is a male. Yes, another guy joining us. Yay. That means so much to me when you come in every week. And we are shining example here on this program. I believe that Brother Gene is on the road this weekend, but um, we are such a shi- Or he got caught up in the time change because time changed for us this weekend. I believe it did. Um, it looks like it did. Um, but, um, we're that example. We can come together and have a wonderful time just conversing about our lives and what's going on in our neck of the woods. And it's a wonderful place. Now, every now and then, like I said early on in the program, we might have someone that goes off on a tangent. These are the types of things that I give everyone a chance until they become totally disrespectful. I always say we can discuss anything within reason and respect. So last week was a classic example of Twisted Truth when um, it got bad near the end of the program. But as you all know, again, it was, you know, perfect divine timing. So what are we talking about today? We owe a debt to society. We owe that debt to take care of our children, to teach our children, to rear them to come up in the right way. Because if you don't, if you're watching things going on here in America, especially in Baltimore City, with these teens who've lost their minds when they, I don't even know why they're not in school, but um, they're attacking everyone. Doesn't matter. They're looking for tourists and these tourists, they're afraid they'll never come back to the city and it's evident that they don't care. You could be black, white, green, yellow, or blue polka dots. These teens are unhinged here. And at some point, because Baltimore City Police can't seem to get a handle on things, the people are going to do it for them. You're going to get these local college kids after night of binge drinking and all of that. They're going to start tracking these students. And when these students attack one person, guess what? A mob of them are going to attack someone else or just regular people who are getting tired of what's going on in these areas. We offer so many programs for self-esteem repair. And one thing that I've learned about doing our programs and having these shows, especially when young people call in, is the fact that so many of them that I've worked with personally, they love and respect me because guess what? I've treated them like human beings. I've shown them interest. I've listened, not just heard them speaking, but I have listened to every word that they have said or not said. Parents, we have programs for you too. We need to make some remarkable changes in society, in our communities right now. We need to start working together and looking out for one another because times are going to get much worse before we see a change. Nothing this bad lasts always. This we know throughout history. But one thing that I can say about this is that things that I'm not taking on any burdens that I know that are totally out of my control. Many of my programs, I have said that I have helped people who never want to get better, no matter what I come up with. 
What solution I come up with, they will find a problem with that. They will tell me why that won't work. But they're always around, you know, because they want to hear Maria say, hey, so-and-so, and so many of them. And I had to break down the law and tell a lot of people, let me tell you something. Our journey is coming to an end because my dedication to you is getting me nowhere, and you're taking up space in a program that someone who's ready to move needs to be in. So I don't have a problem cutting people off when I know that they're not showing any efforts in anything. If you're going to keep throwing up your hands and not caring and not trying to stick things out, not trying to move forward and not trying to do the best thing that you can do, I'm not the person that you need to be with. I'm just not that person. You know, I would have loved for the young lady who called in a few weeks ago with the problem with the gentleman and the um, at her workplace, but I have not heard from her since. But she did send me a message, and she told me her name. And one of the people who wrote to me right after that show had the same name. So I meant to ask, was she the lady from the show? But, um, again, if our time has come to an end, guess what? I have paid that debt to her and to society where she's concerned because I gave her the information that she needed. I hope and pray that she used it in a good way for positive outcome for herself. But you know what? We can't just stay here in this one spot. We have to keep moving on because each of us, even if we don't know what our true calling is on this world, one part of it is to be a good person to someone other than ourselves. If you see a single parent who is struggling, what can you do to help? When I was um, younger and my son was younger, I tried my best to do what I could. It was, I believe, his second grade teacher who sat me down one day. She called me in, and her husband, he volunteered to be the male mentor in my son's life. And I tell this story every time I can. My son was going somewhere, and he needed to have a tie done, and you know, the regular, as they call it, the Windsor knot and all of that for ties. I'm a single parent, and I was young. I knew nothing about that. There was an older Caucasian couple in a store, in a department store, and I said, excuse me, I, listen, I'm not trying to harm you in any way, but I'm a single mother, and I don't know how to tie a tie. My son needs to learn, could you teach me? Do you know how? And it was so the lady, she said, oh, of course, dear. And her husband said, why, yes. And he took my son and said, young man, I'm going to teach you how to do a Windsor knot. And you do this and you do that and you do it just like that. And then you want to do this and this is how you do it. And he was teaching him all these things. And then they taught me how to get behind him and actually tie. But I do it from the front most times. But even I learned how to make that Windsor knot. And then I thanked them and I moved it. To this day, I remember that. And they're probably long gone by now because they were up in age then. So they may be long gone, but wherever they are, I still speak about them and thank them for that. Just like when I was younger, much younger child, we were in a place called Lexington Market, I believe, in downtown Baltimore when I was much younger. And gentlemen walked up, and I don't know how he started talking to my mother and I, but um, 
He said, my dear, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, a doctor. And he said, well, let me shake your hand now because, you know, we need more doctors in our communities and we need blah, 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 and da, 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 da. And, you know, and prayerfully in 2019, whoever that gentleman was, he may or may not still be living because, you know, when you're that young and you're looking up at adults, everyone's older than dirt to you. Anyway, but um, he could have been 20 for all I know, and he still might be around. Um, but the bottom line is that to that gentleman, wherever he is in this world, I'm living that dream. I'm working towards it. And someday, sir, I'll be able to come back on there and say, guess what? I'm now Dr. C. Maria Wall. So again, this is what we owe to society and to ourselves to become the best people that we can be. I'm not saying everyone needs to go to college because college is not for everyone. And so many people will flunk out before they really get into it for a host of reasons, whether it be, I don't like this, I can't do it, and you've convinced yourself that you will be your worst enemy and you have already sabotaged your success, or maybe you're better working with your hands and you need a vocational program. We have all types of um, construction equipment so that when we do our programs, do it herself, do it himself, do it yourself. Um, programs and things. Um, I just had someone who his vehicle was broken into in Washington, D.C., and they stole all of his equipment. And he asked me if I still had all of mine, but I told him that we're using it for our programs right now. And he said, I wish that he had known because he would come up and volunteer. And I hope, and I told him that, you know, I pray that he gets back on track, but I hope that he does come up. And we welcome people to get involved. And it doesn't matter. Simon, another person, I don't know what you do where you are, but if you'd like to get involved or you have something that you want to share with the world, let me know. I will do a webinar just for you because it's nice when children here who are used to seeing nothing but their environment can see what, what's going on in other places of the world. I've tried to start. Um, pen pal programs and things of that nature where these children can learn about other areas of the world and know that there's something outside of what they see every single day. Because maybe some of these children who are running the streets, robbing people and hurting people for no particular reason other than the fact that they're rebelling against something going very wrong in their lives, Maybe we can start a network and get other people involved. That's what I love about it. I'm sorry, Simon, for putting you on, um, um, uh, you know, up front like that, but I was just using you as an example for the things that we try to do or I try to do with my foundation and, and all of the community service that we do. And because I do work with people all over the world, I, I love the fact that I can network and talk to people there. And some of the um, the most interesting people that I met, and I am going to start to schedule some show guests when uh, um, it's a, they're available. And there's a ton of them that I'm trying to get scheduled. Um, the fact that we... Um, I've met so many people from all over the world, and I always tell people I've met people from Hollywood to our own neighborhoods. I've met shamans and healers and all types of people and and um, horse whisperers and 
animal whispers, all types of people, and they all have their own merits. I want you all to understand how revealing and healing that is to me to see what this world has to offer. And social media is just one way to do it. So these are all of the things that we owe. Don't die without doing something for someone else. Don't die trying to help in some way. Don't die without being the absolute best person that you can be. Don't die waking up every morning stressing about everything, not knowing that some things are out of your hands. Don't die without loving and allowing yourself to be loved truly. Let me say that one again. Do not die without loving and allowing yourself to be loved truly. Everyone that says that they love you may not love you. They may be lying to you. But some people have learned how to use the word love at such just a carefree thing, like some of the other four-letter words out here. And I don't want somebody to just tell me that they love me. I need them to show me. And to this day, if someone who calls our offices gets a call back from me, they are still amazed that, oh, my gosh, you're the the, the person that the C. Maria, the one that's on the talk show, the one that does, yeah, you really do call people. Well, yeah. You know, I'm still amazed by that. And as I said before, when I reached out last week and, you know, I tell people, if you need help with certain things um, on social media, I have groups of um, um, college students, older college students who have come together to support and inspire one another. Yes, they may be quiet and they might send something in a minute that I send a post. Then they start to jump to life and respond because they needed to read what I posted at that very moment. Everything that I do comes to me from things around me, from from the universe, from what I've witnessed or experienced throughout my week. And when I'm at my wit's end, and I can tell you when the cup is empty, it's empty. Divine timing steps in and the universe sends me something to help me to replenish. But there comes a time when we need to understand what we what is in Texas um in the card games when to hold them and fold them. We need to understand what we should be doing, what we could be doing, what we would be doing if we realize what we could or should be doing. We owe that. And in doing so, trust me, for many of us, your lives will become so much more enriched and fulfilling when we learn how to support one another and to be there for each other. Trust me when I say That is something that we owe not only to ourselves but to others. And in doing so, our lives become so much more joyful and enriched. And I tell people every single day, when I close my eyes for the last time this time around, I will go with clean hands knowing that I gave my very best. Even when I was too tired to do so, even when I had little than nothing left to do so, the minute that I have absolutely nothing left, something always happens to replenish. 
my spirit, my soul, and it fills my heart with joy. And that's what this is all about today. This is why we are talking today. This is why I tell you all, dying in death, don't do it. Don't wait until you're on your deathbed taking your last couple of breaths, trying to fight to stay here knowing and thinking about, because one thing that I can tell you, when I had my experience, my death experience, I'm telling you right here, right now, my life flashed before my eyes. And I didn't do so badly. I didn't do so badly. But don't die. Don't be left with all that depth of things that you should have done and could have done and would have done. Just get up and do it. Get up and do it. You do not want to die and leave all of those things behind and have that as the last thing on your spirit and soul when you take your last breath. Again, this show wasn't about financial debt. This is about doing all the other things that we should have done, all of the things that we as human beings have an obligation to do. Yes, you have an obligation to do what? Pay your debt. But this is not about the financial half. Those are shows for the other, you know, financial gurus out there. This is a show about doing the other things that are ten times more fulfilling than when we just sit back and live for ourselves. The infamous me first. Don't die in debt. Don't make it your last thing to do. Make other people your priority. Make your community, your homes, your children, your families your priority, whatever that means. Sometimes making them a priority means dealing with all of the dysfunction, dealing with all of the heartache and pain, and coming to whatever conclusion is best. It means when you see your children on television acting like fools, attacking innocent people for no particular reason, stealing reason, stealing from them and harming them. You better get a handle on that. That's your job to do as a parent. That has absolutely nothing to do with society and all of this. Don't get me wrong. We know what we face out here in society. We know the injustices, but that does not mean that we have to play into it to give them reason to say, see, this is why I treat them like animals. See, this is why I do this and I do that. I'm not saying that that's right either, but what I'm saying is that when you have, when your children are going to school and they're doing the right thing and then they come and attack you, that's a show for another day. But when you are out there breaking the law, you're committing crimes and you think it's funny Guess what? They are going to give you the absolute worst punishment possible. And in Baltimore City, they just built a new youth detention center. One may ask, why would they build a new youth detention center if they had no intentions of filling it with students? Because that's where their revenue comes from. So when your child ends up in the detention center, or worse, six feet underground, Don't cry foul and say that their lives matter, because if their lives matter, instead of you waiting for someone else to tell them that their life matter, it should have mattered to you enough to get a handle on your children before you sent them or allowed them to go out the front door in the morning. Time where I need you to 
think about that. And some of you are going to be mad as you can be. But that's why I have a universal audience. Because a lot of people understand exactly what I'm saying. And maybe I am different because I don't sugarcoat things because I put a face to all of the ugliness, no matter who it's coming from. And I tell people, I'm not afraid to tell people that the people that taught me the business of business and the art of how to succeed, none of them, not one, looked like me. Not one. But does that make me have some type of blind loyalty? No, it does not. Because those people are proud of who I have become in my own way. And as long as I'm doing things to help promote the positive in this world and all of that, my job is well done to them. But I'm not going to sit up here and say, because I'm a female, all females are right. I'm not going to sit up here and say, because I'm of a specific ethnic group, that ethnic group is all right. Because I'd be lying to myself and all of my listeners who depend on my words. I would be just as wrong as some of the people who get hung up in the twisted truth. So once again, as always, I want to thank you all for being here. I could talk about this all day and pray that it reaches one person, that it changes one person's thought process, that it helps one person to know that they should get up, get involved, because that's our debt that we owe for giving this chance to be on this earth and do this thing called living and have a life. That's what it's all about, people. It's all about doing good in this world. Not just for ourselves, but for other people. Yes, we're going to come against roadblocks and pitfalls and, and detours and all types of opposition and hatred. But don't allow that to deter from what your duty is on this earth. You owe that to the human race to be the best human that you can be. You know, a few months ago, I talked about when I got back all of my DNA tests and this and that. I'm a mixture from every part of this world. All of the major categories I have blood from. So I'm a little bit of everyone. Maybe that's why I see things in a different way. Maybe that's why, you know, my home, if you ever come to my home, you see that um, a lot of the um, emphasis here is Asian and, and Egyptian and some African and, and some, um, you know, I'm infatuated with the UK. I have ancestry there. I'm everywhere. And so many people want to say, oh, you ain't got this and you ain't it. You know what? Maybe that's the reason why so many of us, we don't understand why we like certain things or why we're drawn to certain things or why we think the way that we think. Our ancestors are within us. And it's our job to teach our children. It's our job to teach our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. I pray for my babies every single day. They are wonderful kids, not just because they're mine. They are gifted and talented in school. The youngest of the boys, he is so infatuated with so many things 
he talks about conspiracy theories and and all types of of other things going on in this world. He's so concerned about it and all of the things that he likes to do in architecture and all of these. I couldn't deny him if I tried. He's a magnet for knowledge. And he could be walking down the street minding his own business. And someone who looks like him as well as someone who does not could harm him someday and take him away from me and his family. Just because. So we owe it to ourselves to look out for one another, to help promote and protect one another, and to promote a healthy lifestyle and living, and to bring our communities together. It was so hurtful how many people had come up to me after everything hit the fan with my ex-husband and I. And they all thought that they didn't want to get involved because, you know, they didn't know what to say and blah, 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 blah. And da, 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 da. You didn't think to call me. You didn't think to ask. And so many people see things with their eyes wide shut. My family believed every lie my mother ever told about me. And they attacked me based on what she said. No one ever gave me, not one person in my entire family ever gave me a chance. Not one. It's what my mother wanted and now I'm alienated from them. But you know what, I'm in a better place now. Because sometimes you see, if we depend on someone else, We will stay down in the trenches. We will stay wallowing in the cesspools. Love one another. Be kind to one another. Support one another. Look out for one another. That's the message that God sent to me to tell everybody when I left this earth in 2013 and he sent me back. People get all hung up on what they hear in their places of worship and these scripts that some of these pastors keep giving everybody. It is so much deeper than that. It's deeper yet very simple. So if you'd like to get involved, there's a couple ways to do that. Over on social media, we have a couple of groups there. Please join me on one of them if you'd like. Uh, For me, a lot of times people, (laughs) you're trying to find me and you end up on my personal page. So if you look for Let's Grow with C. Maria, you'll find my professional page. Like the page, get involved. I usually post several times a week and give you all some little titanium tidbits of encouragement and motivation. So if you're on Facebook and you look up Let's Grow with C. Maria, you will find my professional page. If you look up C. Maria Wall, you're going to hook up with me on my personal page, which I put a lot of stuff out there too, but that's when I get to just let go and just be me, which is okay too. But um, if you really want to follow me when I'm going to shut down that there personal page, you can always find me on Let's Grow with C. Maria on Facebook, and you will find my personal, my professional page, and um, you can follow me there. And reach out to me and let me know that you joined from uh, the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Sunday Morning Inspiration or any of our other shows. Um, wow. 
www. Women of Wisdom and Worth is another group there that um, you can join. I usually post some motivational and inspirational little titanium tidbits there. You can drop in, get your minutes of motivation, and then keep it moving. Focus. It's an acronym. It stands for Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. That is my um, trademarked name. It's another branch of the Wall Foundation Incorporated. And um, we have several groups there, Focus, Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. is our open urban group where anything goes within respect and reason. You can post and share your thoughts or whatever. As long as it's positive and respectful, you're welcome to share there. And Focus Females Global is our global group. And um, that's where if you're looking for a mentor, you're ready to make that move, you'd want to join us there. Be sure to request the membership, and one of our admins will be sure to um, welcome you there. And, of course, our signature group from our opening song, the Marathon of Hope Kingdom Movement. Uh, that group is there. If you want your spiritual fix, you'd want to join that one as well. And over on Google+, Plus, the Relationship Recovery Group is there. Um, when you look for our group, of course, you want to look for the photo that says the story of a good life. And when you find that, you will know that that's the proper group. Plus, you'll see my name as a member there. I'm C. Maria Wall everywhere, so you can join us there on our websites. Mine is www.cmariawall.com. And to learn more about the Wall Foundation Incorporated, which is an IRS-approved and recognized uh, tax-exempt 501c3 nonprofit, you can visit thewallfoundationinc.org. That's thewallfoundationinc.org. We had another group here by the same name, and it got rather confusing for a while. Um, before uh, that group was dissolved and there's another group now in the south with the same name so our website is it has always been the wall foundation inc.org and our number is 202-618-2556 and by the way both websites they do have contact forms there so you can reach out to us there uh, if you want to talk to me directly without going through the reps website my emails let's grow at cmariawall.com. And the number again is 202-618-2556. So until next time, as always, you know what I'm about to do. I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. I also pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn the frown that you've been carrying upside down. But most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be knocking at your door, coming your way from this very moment and beyond. So until next time, I'm C. Maria Wall. If you need me, you know how to reach me. If you're on any social media site, uh, Relationship Recovery, by the way, that's my worldwide group. We have members from all over the world there. So if you want to have that universal community, you might want to join the Relationship Recovery group. If you're not sure which one is mine, um, just shoot me an email or a message. You can send me a text 
or shoot me a message, and I'll be sure to send you the link to the proper group there. Uh, a lot of information comes up there, including all of the show schedules and other words of wisdom that I post on the other sites as well. I usually share them over with my uh, relationship recovery family as well. So again, until next week, be kind to one another. Be well, Simon. It's always good to see you as always. Guest uh, 28 over in our show chat room. Thank you so much for sticking it out with us. And of course, to all of you over in our show's call query, I want to thank you again for being here. Again, my mere words could never express how appreciative I am of all of your continued support because we're in this walk together. We're all on our healing path. We're all on our journey of enlightenment together, no matter how far you are in this journey, because some of you may be further than me. And I hope that you've paved the road enough to make my journey a little less bumpy so that I can clear it even more for those coming along behind me. So until next time, be well, be blessed. As we begin, we will end with the theme song from the Marathon of Hope Kingdom Movement weekend event that happened back in 2004. Um, we managed to keep the same theme song. So until then, be well, be blessed. Much love, peace, and respect to all of you. Have an awesome, awesome, awesome remainder of your Sunday and your week. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend, just pretend to love. Me, the way that God loves me, oh, the way that God loves me, why do I keep doing this to myself, giving my heart to someone else, who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend just pretend to love me the way that God loves me. God loves me. The way that God loves me. But I bathed in the mind. Submerged myself in the decay of the world. Making bad decisions over and over again. Drenching my pillow with tears again. Thinking the void could be filled by a man. A man who blackened my eyes, demolished my pride, as he daily belittled my self-esteem with each raise of his hands. I had to muffle a scream. But I don't have to stay here, trapped in my pain here. My Redeemer conquered. Death, hell, and the grave, Yahweh lives, so my soul can be saved. The way that God loves me, yeah. 
way they gotta love me. Mm-hmm. The way they gotta love me. Mm-hmm. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend. Just pretend to love me the way that God loves me. Rise from the dark clouds that will weigh me down. Shake off the chains that were keeping me bound. I can use my broken pieces to encourage someone else. Speak life to a situation. Release my brother, my sister from a state of depression. Cause you don't have to stay here. Trapped in your pain here. Jehovah lives. You too can be saying, Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend, just pretend to love me the way that God loves me. Mm-hmm. The way that God loves me.